0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. How many people love the Word of God? I love the Word of God so much. You know, in my car, I never sit in there, have a daydream. I listen to the teaching in my car. In my house, I study the Bible. Pastor Da, even herself, sat in the car, she listened to CD. She read the good books. She read the Bible. We all need to be in the Word all the time. Tell you the truth. I have many good teachers for me, many great teachers that teach me the Bible. But unfortunately, I don't have a spiritual father in my life. I have no one that loves me and cares for me as a spiritual father. I survived all these years without somebody who loves me, care for me. But I have God. I don't mean that you should not have a spiritual father on earth. What I mean is that the reason I can come to this point to on fire and love God and grow because I stay in the Word and I stay with the Holy Spirit. Thank God if you have a spiritual father to look after you. That's why I have so much heart for people because I know how tough to grow spiritually, and to move on without spiritual father. I'd rather have a spiritual father who cares for me. Amen. Amen. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And the reason I produce all this teaching, because I want to feed the sheep. I want to make sure that the sheep of God has good food to eat. I learned that without good teaching, people perish. People are destroyed. We need a good teaching. That's why we work so hard. We spend so much money. We spend so much time to produce good food for people to eat or to partake. We have so many teaching CDs that you can, or MP3 that you can listen And I can guarantee, if you are diligent in listening to all this teaching, many series, the grace of God, the goodness of God, the honor of God, how to build a church, demonologies, and all kind of stuff. If you listen every single day, some people say that, my wife is one of them, say that I could not even catch up with you. You produce teaching faster than I can listen. The reason I do that, because I want to live it as a legacy for later on, for our kids, for our next generation. The more material we have, the less chance you're going to give excuses to Jesus that I don't know the Bible. Because somebody has already produced a teaching for you to listen. God is so good. He gives the pastor, the teachers, He gives good church for you to enjoy and to receive from Him. But if you don't listen, you don't, take your initiative to do something with it, you cannot blame God. God has already given to you everything. It's your job to take. Is it clear? I just speak from my heart why we are so serious about teaching the Word of God. We want you to be strong. We don't want you to be deceived, to be defeated. We want you to be victorious. Amen? John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Father, we thank you so much for giving us deeper revelation regarding the superabundant life. We want to learn. We want to be good learner. We want to be teachable. We want to change. We allow you to renew our mind. And we want to change the way we think, the way we believe. So that our life will go up to the next level to please you and to glorify you. We want to be good representative of Jesus on earth. But we know that we cannot be your good representative without knowing the word of God. We thank you so much for your teaching today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One thing that I would like to remind you. Is that as a believer, sometimes we take it for granted. And we tend to be prideful. This is a human nature. Everybody on earth as a human in the flesh has some pride in the life, in the heart. And because of our pride, when we read the familiar scripture, or the scripture that we memorize already, so many scriptures that we memorize and familiar with, we tend to think this way. I know it. Let's move on to the next scripture. I have enough revelation and understanding of that scripture. Okay, pastor, move on from John chapter 10. I'm tired of this. You read John chapter 10 verse 10 every day. But the reality is, we as human beings have no way to have the full or the whole revelation. And understanding and light concerning even one scripture or anything about God or all the knowledge of God. That's why God says, God gives grace to the humble. If you humble yourself and get hungry all the time, you know, this is the key of the life of victory humility and also hunger. If you stay humble and say, I don't know everything about John chapter 10 and I'm humble myself to learn from the best teacher, the Holy Spirit. God, show me more. Reveal to me more the truth and the light from heaven. Concerning John chapter 10, verse 10, you will learn more from God. How many people have experienced, you read one scripture 10 years ago, and later on you read the same scripture, oops, wow, something in there more that I, don't, I did not know 10 years ago. Is that happening? It's happening to me all the time. I read certain scripture 10 years ago. Now I read, wow, God, the Holy Spirit showed me something more. And this is going to go on and on and on until we die, until we go to be in heaven. God is going to keep giving the revelations and the understanding and the lights to people who are humble and hungry and want to grow and press into God. We should not say that we have arrived. We have graduated and we know everything. Even I myself still learning, growing, and changing. Even with the familiar verses that I memorize. God still shows something even more than before. Therefore, we must be hungry. We must be humble to learn and learn more. The Bible says that the devil has come. The devil has come. The thief has come. And come to attack us. Come to give us trials. To kill, to steal, and to destroy. We need to know the scheme of the enemy. Because otherwise he will come to steal your superabundant life. He will stop it. He will hinder you from moving forward into receiving the life of God that God has prepared for you. As a believer, we are like soldiers. We need to know the enemy. We know our God, but we know that we have the enemy. Try to steal, to kill, and to destroy. As a Christian, if we don't know the scheme of the enemy or the tricks of the enemy, we can be defeated unknowingly because he, he come to attack us and we have even no idea that we are under attack right now. So... That's why every Christian faces trials and hardships. The devil has come, and you can lie to yourself by putting your head under the sand and pretend that the devil is not around on earth. He's still there, and he's going to attack you. Everybody, including me, he will attack every believer and non-believer as well. But non-believer may not even know they get attacked. So everybody is going to face trials, hardships, and attacks of the enemy. Everybody, including you and me. No matter how much you love God, no matter how faithful you are to God, no matter how much anointing you have, you still get attacked. But the good news is, we will win every time. Sound like the Holy Spirit gives the worship team the right song for the preaching. We will win every time. If we stand and don't give up and walk with God faithfully. If we give up, we fail. If we don't give up, we will win every time. You will not experience victory until you face conflicts. Is that right? You will not experience miracles until you face or encounter impossible situations. So God allowed the devil to attack you with conflicts, with trials, so that you can experience victory. And when you have victory, hallelujah, God is so real. God is so good. And you love God more. When you face impossible situation, that, wow, how I can get out from this lawsuit? They're going to take my house. Actually, the lawyer say, if he doesn't settle with $1 million, we're going to get his house. Get everything. When I read that letter from the lawyer, my hand was shaking. My wife was so mad. My husband worked so hard for many years. He did not do anything wrong to this patient. But they want to take my house. So we knelt down and pray for victory and miracle. And when we get the miracle, we see God is so real. Without the attack, we will never see victory. We will never experience victory. So thank God sometimes we get attacked. Thank God sometimes we face impossible situation. But what we should do in order to gain and to reach to the super abundant life is to stand and don't give up. Everyone say to stand. Stand. Because even though the devil has come, but we have another person greater also came. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And he is in us. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a rolling lion, seeking whom he may devour. The devil is real, and he is looking around to devour people. This is one of the reasons I love to watch. I have the whole series in my house, the DVD, Bruce Lee. I have the whole series in my house, the movie called Ipman, I-P-M-A-N. I bought it from Amazon because I love to watch it. I saw Ipman got into the fighting floor, fighting with that British fighter and Japanese Kung Fu fighter. And I noticed that when Ipman go up, in his mind, you're going to lose. Boom. Boom. And all of them lost. I like that mentality. I like gladiator, the movie gladiator. This guy is a soldier, military guy. He always won. When he got into the Coliseum and the enemy sent in all the you know chariots and all this he said let's get together put the shield up and fight and he won my dear brother sister we need to have this mentality as believer i am not gonna be devoured by the devil he will have to flee away i am the winner No matter how many times he attacks me and knocks on my door, I will resist him and tell him, get out of here in the name of Jesus. I need to know the scheme of my enemy. Amen? We will not lose. We will win. Every time. We are the spiritual kung fu fighter. We are the spiritual taekwondo fighter. Karate fighter. Amen? Amen. The Bible talk about this in 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 13. But as for you, brethren, do not grow weary in doing good. Let me read another one. Everyone say, grow weary. weary. Hebrews 10, verse 35 to 36. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which he has great reward. Don't cast away your faith. Don't cast away your trust and confidence in the living God, which has great reward. If you don't cast away, you win at the, at the end. You get the reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise, the promise of the super abundant life and victory if you don't give up. Why did the Bible talk about all these things? Grown weary, cast away your confidence because the devil used a technique called prolonged attack. He liked to attack people in a prolonged time until you get worn out. Get discouraged and give up. He keeps attacking. Keep shooting days after days. Keep t- attacking you. Punch, punch, kick until you get worn out. You just give up. We need to stand and fight to the end. We must be the soldier, the warrior who will never let him knock you down. But we're gonna win every time if we don't let him knock us down. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has taken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able able to win. But with the temptation will all make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. The, the Bible warns us that we're going to be attacked. But God cares for us so much. He's watching out for our well-being. So he will not allow the devil to attack us at the level beyond we can bear or we can win. So in other words, we're going to win every time. What is the key that we will win every time? Do you notice how many people used to be new believers and at the beginning you were new believers. You ask God for something, God answered your prayer right away. How many people have that experience? When you were a new believer, you ask God, God answered within 24 hours. But after you become a believer long enough, many years later, you ask God, no answer. God, where are you? When I was a new believer, you answered me within 24 hours. Now, it took me three years. Do you know why? Because as you grow up spiritually stronger and stronger, the attack is going to be harder. Believe me, the attack toward me may be stronger than you because he sees how I can handle. So as we grow up more, we're going to have to exercise the muscle of faith more. And going to be tougher because we are able to handle it. When we were young and baby Christian, the Lord God stopped the devil from attacking us too strong because we cannot survive. He take care of us in detail. The key is stand in faith and never give up. In order to reach the promised land, in order to reach the super abundant life, don't give up, don't quit church, don't quit serving, don't quit reading the Bible. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 to 14, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand, to withstand, in the evil day, having done all, to stand. So verse 13 says to stand. Then verse 14, again, stand, therefore. Then you fight in Kung Fu. You don't fight in lying down. You stand. Okay, come in. I'll fight with you. You keep standing. So to fight. If you keep standing, what stand? Standing in your faith standing in your trust toward God, the promise of God. No matter how long the attack come against you, no matter how long God hasn't answered your prayer yet, no matter what happened around you, you just stand, 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 never give up. Keep fighting with the word of God. Jesus said, it is written, it is written, go to the word, listen to the word. Fight with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not by might or not your power, but by the Spirit of God. That's why I love to lay hand on people to get them filled more with the Holy Spirit so they can have the power to fight against the enemy. That's why I love to preach the word so that you can have the word to quote, to, to confess and to say it is written. Anytime something bad happened in my church, many years ago, about 10 people suddenly left the church, attacked me. After I took care of them for many years, they attacked me. They gossip about me. I'm the one who get them saved, lay hands, and they're filled with the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, they turn around and attack me. They took out a lot of people. the The shelves were empty. I have to stand and say, Jesus will build his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I don't care what man do to me. The church will go on. He calls me. And he calls me into triumph. It's going to be fine. I don't care what man do to me. I'm going to hold my faith in God. I will not give up serving the Lord. Many years ago, we began to conduct revival in Thailand. And we depended on one church to help us to make this revival service with about 800 people show up. And the devil attacked me with misunderstanding. Then that church dropped the ball two weeks before revival service. Which means I'm in trouble. No one helped me in that service. I'm going to show up without help, without archer, without worship team. Nothing. In two weeks. But I stand. I believe God will make this revival service successful. And it happened. God came. On the right timing. Amen. No matter what kind of attack. No matter how long it is. is, Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 say. Now thank be unto God. Which always caused us to. Everyone say always. Always, always caused us to triumph in Christ. What does triumph mean? Hmm? Victory. Are we gonna always have victory? Yes. But what do we need to do? Stand. Stand in the word. Stand in faith. It is written. It is written. Stand in your faith. Don't give up. Do the right thing. Obey the word of God. And you're gonna pass every test. Did the devil attack Jesus? How many days? 40 days. 40 nights, prolonged attack. But throughout that period of 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus said, it is written. Jesus never gave up his faith as a human being. He said, it is written. It is written. Eventually, the devil got tired. He left for a while. He came back later on though. But during this period, if you notice the life of Jesus, he always pray, spend time with the Father, He's the man of the Word of God. He was the man who depended on the power of the Holy Spirit. He always followed the Holy Spirit. He said, I will say only what the Father told me to say through the Holy Spirit. He will do only what the Father told him to do by the Holy Spirit. He's really have a deep connection with the Father, with the Word, and with the Spirit. That's why Jesus won every single time. The devil could not win him. Amen? Amen. I want to encourage all of you. No matter what attack comes, just stand. Don't give up. Amen. Keep fighting. First Timothy chapter six verse seventeen: Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain. Riches, but in the living God. Don't trust money. Don't trust materials. It can come and go. Who give us richly all things to enjoy. Again, what is the main purpose that Jesus came into this world? To give us the philosophy of love? To give us a new kind of way of life? Those things are real. But the main purpose that Jesus came to this world is to give us life. Because before we came to know Jesus, we were dead. We were just existing. But after we come to know Jesus, we receive the life of God. And receive it to the full and to overflow. Super abundant life. The word more abundantly in John chapter 10, verse 10, came from the Greek language. Perisos, P-E. R I S O S the strong book translated, the greek and hebrew language translate this way the word perisos. exceedingly abundantly and above more abundantly advantage very highly beyond measure more superfluous superabundant in quantity and superior in quality. That's why I like Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. Let me read from Amplified Bible. Now to him who, by in consequence of the power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over, and above all that we dare ask and think in infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. God can do for us far beyond, far more than what we can dream, what we can hope, what we can ask. You ask this much, He gives this much. This is the nature of God. You ask this much, He gives more. Always more, exceedingly, abundantly, above. Are you glad that you have this kind of God? Super abundant God That is His nature When we talk about super abundant In quantity We always think about Eternal life We're going to live forever For everlasting life We're going to live forever This is the quantity Live forever Many Christians don't understand that To live for eternity Or have eternal life is just existing for eternity If you just think that we exist for eternity, forever, we are not different from those who don't believe in God. Because those who don't believe in God will exist forever too. Do you know that every spirit being on earth, every human being has spirit, soul, and body. Every spirit being, every human being, after he or she dies, the spirit and soul will live for eternity. But a group of people who don't believe in Jesus will live for eternity in another location that I'm not going to emphasize today. But we as believers, faithful to Jesus, walk with Jesus, we're going to live for eternity in the paradise. Superior in quantity. We are not just existing in heaven. We will live with the superior quality in heaven. We're all going to die one day. Is that right? We all, how many people believe we're all going to die one day? Yes. <laughs> we're all going to die one day. And you know what, does, what death means to us as a believer? Death for us, physical death means our spirit and soul just slip off of the body at that second. Boop! And you still have all the mental faculty. You still know everything. You still see everything. Because your body will turn to the ground and your spirit and your soul come out and you see. And suddenly, Jesus came and take you to heaven. You just change the location. Your spirit's still around. You still have mental capacity. You still know, you still hear, but not in this body anymore. Not only that, thank God, at the trumpet sound, our body in the ground will be raised up or resurrected to become an incorruptible, glorious body that we're going to look young and healthy and good all the time. If you have lost your hair, you don't need plastic surgeon to put hair on your head. You don't have to spend money anymore. You're going to look like young all the time. With the new glorious body. You may jump up and go to another place within one second. We don't need a car. No Tommy like this. I'm I'm not pointing to you, I'm pointing to him. Amen? And we are not going to be chained to an angel. Because if we are chained to an angel, we are demoted. We will be demoted. Why? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 3. Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life. On that day, we're going to sit on the throne with Jesus and judge the fallen angel with Jesus. We, we are above the angel. We judge angels. So we are not changed to angel. We will have the new body, glorious body. We will enter a new realm of life. For eternity. Let me read the scripture. Revelation 21, 3 to 4. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people. God Himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying, There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. We are not just existing in heaven for eternity, but in heaven, there's no more tear, no more sin, no more curse, no more sickness, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more insomnia, arthritis, Alzheimer's disease, brain cancer, systemic lupus, Elytromysis. No more rheumatoid arthritis. No more. No more poverty. No more sadness and depression. Amitriptyline and nortriptyline and trastodone. We don't need a neurosurgeon anymore. In heaven, that we're going to live with superior in quality because we're going to live in the present, the thick. Unmeasurable presence of God Or the glory of God all the time In heaven What we experience in this camp The presence of God It's just a glimpse of the reality in heaven That's why in heaven You know people sometimes When they get touched by the fire They fall down, they laugh, they're drunk They shake and have goosebumps, Because this body is corruptible Your, This corruptible body Can handle the presence of God so much That's why when you get touched by God for a while, He has to pull off. When we cast out demons out of you by the glory of God, God may have to stop casting out demons for a while because your body cannot handle the thick presence of God and the work of the Holy Spirit. He has to pull off and about next revival service, come back and we do something more. You can handle so much. But in heaven, you have a new incorruptible body that you can stand in the presence of God without shaking, without crying, and and all this reaction anymore. Your body can handle, the new body can handle the presence of God. In heaven, the Bible say, I don't have time to read all the scripture. The Bible say there's no shadow, no darkness, no uncertainty. In heaven, we're going to stand in front of the throne of God and worship God and serve God. We're going to hear the sound of... Not the sound of music. The sound of worship. (laughs) Not the movie, the sound of music. The sound of worship 24-7. All the time. In heaven, there is no darkness. There is no shadow. Because the light that comes from the glory of God will shine the whole heaven all the time. Will give light or illuminate. We don't need the sun in heaven. The light of God will shine out of His throne. You will live in the light of God 24-7. Is that the quality of life? For eternity? Today I I want to emphasize heaven. Amen? In heaven, you're going to see face to face. You see... Jesus' face. You're going to talk to Him. Shake hand with Him. Hug Him. Cry with Him. Cry with joy. I'm not talking about cry with sadness. I may may be able to shake hand with King David. If I can find him up there. Because so many million people up there. I may be able to shake hand with the uh, the Apostle Paul. Amen? Amen. Not really that. God prepare a new home for me. God will prepare a new home for me. Actually, Pastor Dan, I really wanted to live on the waterfront badly. And all of my doctors' friends, medical doctors' friends, live in the waterfront. Everyone. Everybody live in the waterfront. See the view. I gave it up. For two reasons. Because I don't want to spend money on that. I want to spend money to the church. Two because I want people to approach me easily, come into my house easily. If I stay in the waterfront, you have a gate community. You cannot get in. I want to be open for people to come to see me. In the area, people come to see me anytime. But I know, I give up waterfront here as a doctor. I will have a waterfront house in heaven. Amen. For eternity. But I ask God for one more request. Because in heaven, there is no marriage. There's no husband and wife. We're all brothers and sister. I ask God, could you please put the house of Pastor Da next door? Put the house of Pastor Sam and Pastor Sang next door. Pastor Sisa and Pastor Nali, Pastor Arach and Tilly next door. And all the members of New Hope and people who related to me around my neighborhood, So that I can greet you all the time. Amen. John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. And where I am, there you may be also. We're going to have a super abundant life in heaven. Superior in quality. I read the testimony of somebody who went up to heaven and come back. They say that the house in heaven is so different from here. You don't need to pay electric bill. You walk into the kitchen and the food is ready. And you can eat. And not only that, this testimony, I don't remember who wrote this book, but so many books in the world that people went to heaven and came back. This person who wrote the book said, when I saw my house in heaven, he said, exactly the way I want. You know, when you buy a house, you choose right what kind of house, how, the bedroom, one floor or two floors, and how you went to see many, many houses and look for the house you like. Some people even build their own house. In heaven, God knows your heart what kind of house you like. Are you glad? You're going to get the house exactly what you like. (laughs) Superior in quality. Hallelujah. In heaven, there is only light, love, righteousness, holiness, worship, service for God, joy, Peace and life forever, forever, and ever. In heaven, there are no unrighteous people, wicked people, there are no sins, curses, discord, fighting, death, unrighteousness, nothing like that in heaven. Zero, zero, zero. Everything is perfect for eternity. That is a super abundant life that God prepared for us after we leave this body. Amen? Amen. As Christians, we should not be afraid of death. I know we are sorry when we see our loved one die. I tell you the truth. Let me share my heart quickly. One of the reasons I teach so strong, I so like... Teach the word. And I always lay hand and lay hand and lay hand. You know one of the reasons? I don't mind to sweat. I don't mind to work so hard and get tired. Last night I collapsed in my room. I was so tired. I could not even wake up to go to to the prayer meeting because I was so tired after laying on my hand. The reason because as a doctor, I hate cancer. I hate to see people sick. I hate to see divorce. I hate to see our kids run away and backslide. I'm going to fight as a a pastor for you. I fight by teaching, by loving you, by laying a hand on you. So that cancer cannot be in you. So that demons cannot take advantage of you. I'm going to fight for you. I'm a fighter. I'm a spiritual kung fu. I want you to one day die old. Just sit on a chair and just stop breathing and go to heaven. I don't want anyone in this room to have cancer, to have any sickness and disease. That's why we need to be in the presence of God, be in the Word, be lay hand on, fill with the Holy Spirit, fill, fill, get rid of all the junk out of your life, clean it up. Because the love of God, the love of the Father is in me. That He'll show love to you through me. He loves you. You are His children. He wants you to do well. Enjoy life. Have super abundant life. It's a manifestation of the love of God through the pastor. This is not me. I'd rather go to bed at 9 o'clock. Why lay hands until 11.30 p.m.? Because of the love of God in me. God works through a man. You don't see the father in heaven, but he still uses a man to represent him. I want to tell you, I'm, I'm not kang ho, I t- don't want to lay hands to show off, or I can lay. Hands. No at all. My attitude is I want you to do well, live a healthy life, prosperous, family happy. Your kids love God, you're fruitful, you are anointed, you have a superabundant life. That's all my desire. And you can experience heaven on earth if you welcome the presence of God and obey the Bible. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us John chapter 10, verse 10. You give us life and give it more abundantly. Per resource, super abundant in quantity, superior in quality. Thank you, Lord, for preparing heaven for us. That we will not just existing somewhere, but we will live with a quality, with the high quality of life in heaven for eternity with you. With good health, new body, joy, peace, love, worship, in the presence of the Almighty God. Thank you, Lord, for comforting us today. This message makes us happy. And we don't worry anymore about death, about leaving this world. We know that after we die, Lord, we're going to just slip out right away and be with you for eternity. We thank you, Lord, for the eternal, super abundant life that you have provided for us in the paradise. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you're listening to this teaching, either to MP3 or to the YouTube, and you don't know Jesus yet, I would like to encourage you to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to do so, could you please speak to God? I will lead you to pray. Follow my prayer one sentence at a time. Father in heaven, thank you so much for loving me, caring for me. I want to be your child. I receive Jesus into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. Lord Jesus, Thank you so much for dying for me. Laying down your life for me. Paying the price of sin for me. and Giving me life. And super abundant life. Not only on this earth, but the life to come. I will serve you all the days of my life. I promise you to live a righteous life. Obey you. Seek your kingdom first. Read the Bible. Go to a good church and serve you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you encouraged today? Hallelujah. We listen more tonight. And I will continue this series after the camp. If you come from out of town, please get it from either podcast or YouTube or from your pastor. Because they will get the teaching from me through Dropbox. So please continue to listen. I want to really encourage. When you listen to some teaching series, don't listen to only one. Listen to the whole series. Because in each series, I dissect and explain in detail about that subject. The subject of the honor of God, the goodness of God, all these things, the grace of God. I really try to cover the whole thing instead of just one area and make people misunderstand about that subject. If people listen to this sermon, maybe one time they may think that I just want money from them. It's not about money. It's about super abundant life. It's about your experience. So that's why we need to listen to the whole series. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. Oh, Bye.